Welcome to After Hours with Dr. Sigaloff, where he can share ideas and thoughts with you. He gets to the heart of the issue so that you can find the truth. The views and opinions expressed are his and do not represent the U.S. Army, DOD, nor the U.S. government. Dr. Sigaloff was either off-duty or on approved leave, and Dr. Sigaloff was not in uniform at the time of recording. Now, to Dr. Sigaloff. Okay, so today I have a wonderful guest with me. I recently met him. Um, I don't know if in the different chat groups you've seen that these pictures appeared, and these are pictures of the community vials. They say community. They are community labeled vials. In particular, the lot number is Foxtrot Whiskey 1331. And we always wondered where those pictures came from. Well, I'm speaking with the man that was able to get permission from his chain of command to get those pictures taken and uh, with no stipulations to keep them protected or hidden or anything like that. This is Chad. He's a lieutenant, which is an O3 in the Coast Guard. So, Chad, kind of give us a story of what happened. Yeah, Dr. Sam, thanks a lot for having me on, man. Um, yeah, so what happened is on June 10th, uh, we were given the option of getting Comirnaty. I didn't think that... Uh, vaccine had existed yet, but it showed up to our medical clinic and a lot of other Coast Guard clinics across the country. And so I went up to my medical staff and just asked about it, took some photos, did some research, and turns out we couldn't find it anywhere else in the country other than what was being delivered to the military. So it kind of surprised us all. We started talking about it and then tried to start investigating where it came from. And through your investigation, and, and I want to really hammer this point home, because what you found is earth-shattering, and it is about to be independently verified, which, which when this is independently verified, and we'll have that man that's going to do that soon, we're going to have him on here, but what that will do is that will prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that there was criminal intent, because this was not done by accident. They took something from Europe and brought it to America to pass it off as an FDA-approved medication. And this is really important. It's not FDA-approved. And the reason it's so important is because it's different laws that govern them. The company has almost no recourse if you take something that's a, uh, authorized, meaning EUA, even if it's EUA in Europe, which when it's EUA in Europe, they're able to print the name Comirnaty on it. We can't do that in America. Now, if it's if it's the FDA-approved medication, they're, they're much more legally liable. And that's why this is so incredibly important. And, and this is coming on the heels of just recently, um, Congressman Thomas Massey said on the Hill on the 27th, he said, on July 27th, he said that there is an active crime happening. And what one person is doing is illegal. Now, Obviously, this is after hours, and nothing we say represents the DOD or the military. Uh, these are our own personal opinions. But what is so critically important to understand is that people at high, high levels, and I'm not saying the name, and you'll know who the name is, and, and you can guess who that name is, are committing crimes actively. There's an active crime happening where they're trying to trick service members to take something that is not FDA-approved. Sorry for that little interjection there. But yeah, so, so tell us what you discovered. Perfect. All right. Yeah, so after uh, the community arrived at our unit, had a couple questions, uh, found out that it had shipped in from Fort Detrick, which is the U.S. Army base over there in Maryland. They're the, uh, the bio lab. 
And so I made a phone call over there and talked to one of the shipping representatives and just asked about our lot that had come to the Coast Guard from their location. And he had he was able to confirm that it did, in fact, ship from Fort Detrick. And he was claiming that they had got it in from Kalamazoo, Michigan, which there's another large Pfizer plant over in Kalamazoo. Asked for any other information. He couldn't provide any. And so I just kind of went on my way and kept researching. A couple weeks went by trying to get a hold of anyone through the Pfizer phone tree, through all those 800 numbers, talked to a lot of different reps. And I got a hold of one woman who was able to look up my question, the lot number, the FW1331. And she told me over the phone, which you heard in your previous podcast there, that it was manufactured in France. So manufactured in France, that set off some alarm bells because... Uh, As per the BLA approval, the supplemental approval from December 16th, 2021, the only authorized location for Comirnaty of which we got is PERS Belgium. So France is close to Belgium, but it doesn't count. So after that, I kept calling around trying to get more information from Pfizer. And I got through to a couple more reps. One rep was claiming it was made in Kalamazoo. So now I have Pfizer telling me it was made in France. Another one says it was made in Kalamazoo, and then I asked to speak to one of their managers to try to get more information, and I did. They passed me along, and she actually was able to give me a a screenshot of what she was looking at. And so Kalamazoo is actually represented in Pfizer's system as a vendor. So the vendor equals US-91. US-91, according to Pfizer, is Kalamazoo, D.C. So I'm not quite sure if that's just a shipping location, like a throughput, because I specifically asked, was this the origin of manufacture? And they said, I think so. So also on that screenshot, though, that does say country of origin, which was blank. So we have a vendor of a US-91, so that kind of indicates it at least came through Kalamazoo, which confirms what Fort Dietrich was telling me as well. Uh, But that wasn't really good enough. I'm still not getting the answer I want. So I I keep calling Pfizer. A couple more calls goes by. I asked to speak to a manager. They kicked me up to another manager, to another. And finally... They actually got me in touch with a, one of the lead doctors with uh, HHS, Health and Human Services. So I asked him a couple of questions about, is this the FDA-approved version of Comirnaty that arrived to all of our Coast Guard clinics and also, at that point, some DOD installations? Because now we're talking mid-July. And he was knowledgeable about the DOD contract with Pfizer of this product, Comirnaty. We'll call it the Comirnaty-labeled vial. And that's exactly what he called it on the phone. And when I asked him about the authenticity, uh, honestly, he got—he was kind of confused, uh, slightly defensive, and was wondering why I even had those questions because the DOD is not getting the, the wrong thing. And so he ended up asking me to put my questions into an email. So I went ahead and wrote up a few questions I had asking about just the validity of the product of which we got. And about a week went by, I didn't hear anything. So I went ahead and called him back. And he sounded surprised because uh, he, he, he asked if the DOD had gotten in contact with me, which surprised me. I said, no, nobody's gotten in contact with me. And he said specifically over the phone, he's been ordered not to talk to me. So that was also surprising. I get it, though, at the same time, yeah. I'm an individual trying to call. However, I had some very simple questions, which to date, I've gone through the Pfizer phone tree through different managers through Fort Detrick, up to HHS, and I felt like I was getting kind of stonewalled. Now, the, the rank of this, this HHS doctor that you talked to, what was his rank? 
Uh, well, he's he's got to be on the civilian side. I didn't pull an actual rank from him, but I know he's, is, he's very, very high up. Which is interesting in because if he's, um, if he's a civilian, which he is. I mean, I'm asking that question to, to point out the fact that he's a civilian physician and he's been given an order to not speak to you. So that as being in the military and, you know, be, you being in the Coast Guard, I'm going to call you, I'm going to consider it military for now because you kind of sometimes not or sometimes not. But as, as far as that goes, it's very unusual <laughs> Because we don't typically order our civilians who work with us to do things. We ask them. We hope they comply. Um, but we, we don't really have the authority to order them as, as he said, I was ordered to not speak with you. It's a very unusual phrase. Right. That, that completely caught me off guard as well. I thought it was unusual. And so I asked him, do my questions concern you? And he says, no, they don't concern me. Kind of awkward silence. So it almost implied that the question may have been concerning to somebody else. And he was told that he should not be speaking to me because I'm just one person calling all the way up, which Pfizer actually got me in touch with this guy. I didn't pursue him, didn't know who he was. All of a sudden, I'm talking to someone who knows, sounded like he knows what's going on. So after all that, my uh, he, he wouldn't speak with me. Then he said, you know, that somebody in the DOD would be in contact with me. Again, very surprising because I'm not DOD, I'm DHS, you know, with Coast Guard, of which I told him I was. And so uh, the very next morning, very early in the morning, I received an email from a captain in the Coast Guard, which is no 06, uh, requesting that I do not make contact with this individual anymore and that somebody else in the Coast Guard, a competent medical authority, would answer my questions. So again, that, kind of surprising. That's another Didn't really interesting. That. Didn't know who this O six was. That's a really another interesting point. Is technically the Coast Guard is under DHA Defense or uh, uh, DH no DHS. Sorry, uh, Department of Homeland Department of Homeland Security, Security. DHS. Yeah, sorry, uh, they're under DHS, which is not DOD. And here you you, you had someone correct. said that someone from DOD would be directing you which is very odd because that is completely outside of your chain of command completely. Yeah, it is. And it, it, it is outside of my chain. Uh, it kind of makes sense though, because if HHS is working with DOD and they didn't like somebody from the Coast Guard, such as myself, because I'm not in the medical field, uh, that is not my position, nor did I ever claim to be in that position. I just said I was in the Coast Guard and this arrived at my unit and we had some questions about it. Um, and that, DOD authority got in touch with Coast Guard who found me and kind of told me to stand down basically. And so from, from that point, uh, my information was given to another, uh, a commander in the Coast Guard in 05, and he had replied to a couple of my questions. And I'll just read that the first question, the most pertinent question I had was specifically, is Pfizer sending the DOD the fully FDA approved version of Comirnaty? That's literally the question I started back on June 10th, and here we are nearing the end of July, and I still haven't gotten a straight answer from anybody. So the answer I had received from Coast Guard and competent medical authority was, to my knowledge, the product meets the requirements that I'm aware of and comes from a supply chain that the military routinely uses. I do not personally have any reason to suspect this is not a fully FDA-approved vaccine. Further questions or concerns may be answered by Pfizer directly. But so, you asked Pfizer. 
here and I, then you got I've sent, been asking and you got told to stand down yeah yes i've i've gone through pfizer i've asked multiple times i've called that 800 number more than i want to i've talked to at least seven different people through pfizer and you basically go full circle they kick you to someone else to another 800 number you get passed to someone else who kind of gives you an answer i was able to get manufacturing dates confirmed so this product was manufactured on January 28th, 2022, and it expires December 31st, 2022. And that's about the extent you can really get out of that phone tree. Nobody has the answers to where it's actually manufactured. No one can supply like a certificate of authenticity. Uh, that's all I'm really asking for. I didn't think it was a hard question when I first started this two months ago, but it's turned out to be the golden ticket, which I can't find. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Another phrase that that you had mentioned uh, that I don't know if the the viewer, the listener, picked up on was this idea of community labeled, community labeled, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't go to, right. you know, a restaurant and say, "Can I have the Coca Cola labeled can?" No, you say, "I want a Coke," because everyone knows exactly what that means. It has certain legal implications, right? And you're not asking, um, you, you know, if there was like, let's say, an approved uh, Coca Cola available in a unapproved coca-cola available you you said coke you would expect to have the approved and so it's interesting is they're saying this community labeled and it's just it they're able to to kind of like dip dodge and dive through this this legal speak so that they're not actually lying you know i've got little kids and and we were watching some old tv shows we were watching gomer pile and gomer pile he he never tells a lie (laughs) But if you ever watched it, sometimes he just like he says exactly what he needs to say so that he's not lying, but he doesn't say what he should say that gives the truth. And that is certainly what's going on here. And for one person to have told you on the phone, which please go back and review that previous episode where I had Chad's phone call on and I'll actually tack that whole episode on the end of this one so that you can hear it again. But with that much question around this one subject, it is their responsibility to prove that they have the correct product available, not some community labeled. Uh, as a friend of mine, John, and I'll just leave it at the first name, has used that, that idea of nobody asked for Coca-Cola labeled Coke. They just asked for Coke. So, and there, there is also a, a picture floating around of the differences between actual FDA-approved community labeling, which it should, should look like, and how it should have some red water marking on it. It says community and these vials that you provided. Did you did you see those vials? Did you see those um, red red watermark on those vials? No, I, I didn't see a watermark on them. Um, I've definitely seen the labeling as per the Daily Med website, which is showing what the insert or the packaging should look like. And yes, I have handled the vials. I've seen them in my own medical clinic, the FW one three three one. And to the eye, it looks like just a normal label and the normal box. Those pictures have been well circulated, so everyone else has been able to see those as well. Um, No, I don't don't see any red red markings on those. Right, which means if it's not labeled properly, because that's what the FDA does, is they are in charge of the label. And it's not just like a a sticker, right? It's everything, all the information that's on that sticker is so critically important because that's the type of thing they got, let's say where I work, got ivermectin banned for off-label use. That's why the label is so important. Mm. And so if the label is not as it was approved, then it is not the appropriate medication or the appropriate treatment, or in this case, the appropriate gene therapy. 
Right. No, absolutely. I totally agree. If I can go on, I got, I got two more questions I yes. wanted to, to share with yes, you that please. I'd asked. So, all right. So that first one again was, did Pfizer send the DOD the fully approved version? Answer was, to my knowledge, I think it is. That's kind of unacceptable. I'm looking for an actual piece of paper, right? The second question was, I specifically, on our phone call, meaning the phone call I had with the HHS uh, doctor there, said, you mentioned Kalamazoo, Michigan as a manufacturing location for this community lot FW1331. The BLA supplement approval letter dated December 16th, 2021, states this particular community, Tris Sucrose version, is to be manufactured in Pers, Belgium. Please provide the name of the manufacturing establishment and the physical geographic location for manufacturing NDC code 0069-2025-10, community lot FW1331. I'm requesting the city or state or city and country. And I had attached that BLA supplement uh, to that question to my email. And of course, since he didn't answer, our Coast Guard did answer my question. And the answer I got was, the supplemental BLA you are referencing as an update to the August 23rd, 2021 BLA approval and adds in the listing of the Belgium manufacturing site to the package insert, but does not seem to indicate that the Tris Sucrose vaccine is only manufactured at this facility as Daily Med lists five establishments that handle manufacture. The FDA's summary basis for regulatory action dated November 8, 2021, does list Kalamazoo, Michigan as a production facility. However, that statement, in my opinion, from what I, the research I've done is false, because the reference is for that reference that they provided is for the original community product that was licensed on August 23rd of 21. That's that product is actually meant to be diluted. And the product from the December 16th, 2021 is a different formula that's not to be diluted and is also referenced as a Tris sucrose. So they might have the same name, but if you want to dig into the dirt, look at the details, it's actually a different formulation. It's not supposed to be diluted and there's different requirements that came with that. So while you could look on the surface and maybe see how that might look true, it's not. And that was just kind of an interesting point because I think there might be some confusion based on those supplemental approvals and how the FDA rolls out the uh, requirements for each individual vaccine. And what you're talking about is the, the Kalamazoo manufacturing. Correct. So what we have now is uh, July 8th of this, just a couple weeks back, or about a month now, uh, they had referenced more manufacturing locations, and that has Kalamazoo on there. However, our manufactured date is July 28th. So whatever is manufactured on that date, I'm sorry, January, yeah, January 28th. So whatever is manufactured on that date has to go back to that December 16th approval. And again, that November 8th approval, if you look at the reference that uh, he sent me to that summary basis for regulatory action, it specifies that this product needs to be diluted, which our product that I have in my hands at my unit says very specifically in the in the product insert is not to be diluted so it's a different product right and yeah it the product that they have that they claim should have been made in kalamazoo is not authorized to be made in kalamazoo you've had someone that told you it was made in france and there's no manufacturing site that's approved through the fda from france whatsoever 
Absolutely correct. Yeah, there's nothing that indicates France anywhere. Only, only so Belgium, which is a neighboring country, but that's not neighboring, good yeah, but it's still a different country. I mean, it's kind of like you know, absolutely. If I walked into my friend's house thinking it's my house, he'd probably let me know because it's not my house, even if it's my neighbor's. Yeah, you're close, but doesn't count. No, doesn't, <laughs> not quite there. And the reason I keep belaboring this point is because I I want to make it abundantly clear that if it's not exactly as it's supposed to be, then it it's not it at all. And if people are, which we assume must have shipped this from Europe to bring to America to give to the Coast Guard and then soon to service members, they're doing it on purpose. You don't accidentally like, oh, I slipped and tripped and fell from Europe into America and had, look, I had this box with me. You know, it's not like a, a it's not like that at all. This is intentional crime that's being committed to try and trick people to take something that we know is quite harmful. And if you go back and look at some episodes, you see that it's it's a bioweapon. All right. Did you have more? I think you had one more question. I do. Yeah. One, one more question I just wanted to bring up. So the third one was our community lot FW1331 was manufactured on January 28th, 2022. Why are we only now seeing the distribution of this product arrive to our Coast Guard and DOD installations in the month of June? So the answer I got to that question was, the manufactured date has not been made available to me, so I have been unable to confirm this manufactured date. Good inventory principles dictate first in, first out usage, and as such, Pfizer likely shipped their vaccines that were manufactured first as they were deemed safe and effective, and it would be wasteful to not use them first. Any additional details on the inventory management by Pfizer above basic principles could be answered best by Pfizer directly. So again, if we're talking about first in, first out, I get it. They have a ton of EUA vaccines. They've made a lot, and the public consumption wasn't quite there to use them all up because you know we, we see the numbers on who's gotten what so far. And this is beyond the military too, right? We're talking civilian population. So there's a lot of product left over. And the answer I got was basically saying, oh, we're not going to give you comorbidity yet because there's plenty of other EUA to go around. But my, my gripe with the EUA portion is, you know, we've all been talking about, you know, legal, effective, informed consent. You know, we have, we should be getting consent with an, an EUA product, an investigational new drug which is what this category falls under. And by continuing to offer an EUA, service members and civilian people, you know, anyone in the civilian population, they do not have liability protections by choosing to partake in an IND, the investigational new drug or the EUA product. And so when we have these answers of, if we had the proper vaccine available back in January 28th, yet it was withheld from us until June, the first in, first out, that doesn't really make much sense. Because if we have an FDA-approved product, it was my understanding that once you have something that's FDA-approved, all the EUA shouldn't necessarily be used anymore because now you have the approved product to deal with whatever illness, sickness, you know, situation that you're trying to trying to correct. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. So once let's so let's say they issue EUA, and then let's say that product actually becomes approved, which has allegedly happened. At that moment, once it's approved, you can no longer use any of the EUA because the whole reason of the EUA is because you had no approved product to use. So you had to do some experimental 
um, new treatment because there was nothing that was approved. But right. once the moment you have something that's approved, all the EUAs need must be canceled because they're all experimental when you have something that's now approved. So the idea of this, you know, yeah, it's it, yeah, when you when you're shipping milk, and and you're it's good to push the the old milks to the front and the new milk in the back, but this isn't milk. This is a completely this is a new invest, investigational right. drug, and so different rules apply for IND new investigational drugs compared to the milk that you buy at the grocery store, and and I think you brought up a great point that I may have been missing, and and I apologize, but this is completely relevant to every civilian out there in the United States. None of you, yes. and I, let me say that again, none of you have ever been properly consented because all of you that have received Pfizer or Moderna or any of these, they're all an experiment. You are taking part in a giant experiment. You have been tricked and you should be very angry that you've been tricked and you should demand justice. You should demand public trials that are done legally and properly. But these people that lied to you, whether especially the civilians, because there's a lot of civilians that took this that were tricked into giving to this to their kids. You unwillingly took pl- took part in an experiment of some new drug that we now know is quite harmful, and I contend is a bioweapon. You had that injected into you without your consent. You should be very, very angry. Yeah, and the whole point about consent too. This it's unfortunate. I mean, I've, obviously, I have a a lot of skin in this game because I'm fighting for my career, and I I love the Coast Guard. I've been in over 20 years. It's been an outstanding career. I've had a great time. Amazing people I've worked for. Uh, it's just this past year has been very trying. We'll put it that way. It's been very difficult trying to navigate this this realm that nobody's ever seen before at a at a world stage. You know, this is impacting everybody, and so. Um, yeah, just that the, the whole legally informed consent, that, that's huge. Our, our service members, I don't think the majority of them understand liability clauses. I don't think they understand that pharmaceutical companies are completely protected and that there have been some laws written into place giving them those protections based on the status of the products of which we're being provided. And so just to help foot stomp that to your audience, whoever's listening, that's it's super important. Do your homework, understand what you're voluntarily taking a shot for before you get it. And if it's at your choice, you know, I'm not here to bash on anybody's choice, right? If that's your choice, you do your homework and you get it, that's great. I'm happy for you. But I want to make sure you're educated before you get it. And that's part of the reason why I'm here is I've been trying to get down to the truth and the truth hasn't presented itself yet. So we're kind of going out there for the uh, the court of public opinion, if you will. And I think everybody, civilian and military, need to understand what we're working with. And, and let's say a year ago, I agreed with you about, well, if you're properly consented. Uh, first, I've never met anyone that's been properly consented, and with the information that you just brought forward, mm-hmm. no one has been properly consented. And then on top of that, this is poison developed by China, and you should not have it put in your body, and there should be immediate halt to any injection with anyone, not just service members and, and Coast Guard, but no one should have this Chinese-developed bioweapon injected into their body. Now, I'm specifically talking about Pfizer because I've looked into that one, but I don't know. There's a lot of similar things inside of Moderna, like all the lipid nanoparticles that I believe are the bioweapon. They're all in Moderna as well. And and it's not about protecting you because it's not safe and effective as they claim. It's about making you 
bend the knee and do what they say so that, well, you know, we, we push you to do this, but let's back off a little bit. Let's do Novavax now. Okay, well, if you bend the knee, it's really easy to bend the knee in the future. If you stand strong, you get stronger for standing. And so I encourage everyone to not bend the knee to Novavax. It is dangerous as well. It is a more normal, quote, if you will, vaccine. It has lots of dangerous chemicals in it. And if you bend the knee there, then they're going to say, okay, well, you did that one. So let's, let's do this next one. Let's do this next one. And before you know it, you've had all the lipid nanoparticles as well. All right. Yeah. So I guess I'll keep, keep moving on here on my, my, uh, my journey. So coming up to the end of last week, uh, the end of last week, I got notification with, from somebody who had access to the CDC database, uh, which was confirmed by two separate sources that shows a document that was listing all the COVID-19 EUA vaccines. So this in there has Moderna, Pfizer, uh, Johnson & Johnson, and also Novavax, actually, because they apparently update this document weekly. So Novavax is also listed in there. So, so let me pause you for a second. So what you should do is whoever's looking in there, they should see two lists that say Pfizer, right? One list would say EUA, Pfizer, and the other one would say FDA-approved Pfizer. Is that correct? I would assume so. However, all it says on the opening screenshot there of the uh, CDC website just says the listing in here contains EUA. So we have to make the assumption everything on that list, based on how it's titled from the CDC website, indicates that all products listed there are EUA. So, so there should be no, two There's lists. no difference from FDA approvals versus... Right. There should be two lists, but there's only one I would expect so, but even on those two lists, well, that second list would be awfully short. All we'd see is Moderna Spike Vax and Pfizer Comirnaty, right. yeah, unless, unless you know of another one uh, that's here, mm -hmm. uh, allegedly in the U.S. available, but those are the only two I'm aware of. Right. So you, you received some information from people that were able to uh, view that database. And, and before we get into this, the way the CDC protects that database is they make it a felony if you look in it and you don't have authorization to look into it. Now, their authorization for, you know, like you can you can say that I'm using this database to confirm that this is the appropriate dosage for patient safety. That is an appropriate use of it. But but sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so the, the information that was passed to me was from somebody who had access to the system, and I was able to see a screenshot of the EUA uh, labels in there, which was searched for our specific one of FW1331, and it populated within that list. So I saw a screenshot with our lot number uh, attached to that EUA document, which is questionable because, again, the messaging that we've been getting is that we got a comorbidity-labeled product. Nobody yet has fully claimed it's the FDA-approved product. And words have meaning, right? Words are important. How we say things absolutely matters because it's all about the label and it's all about the, the the legality of whatever they're they're saying you're getting. So if we're calling it comernity labeled, that might be absolutely true. Just because it has a comernity label on it doesn't necessarily mean it was the FDA approved version made at the manufacturing site as per the VLA supplement from December 16th. So when we see that list, that again is just asking more questions, right? We've, I'm getting the runaround. I keep telling them I got to get back to Pfizer for answers. I've, I've gone that route. I've talked to whoever I can. I've talked to managers. I've talked to managers, managers, and I'm getting the same answers. And even when HHS gets ordered not to talk to me about my questions, 
and I still get no answers, our command comes back and says, here's our answers, but they're not really great answers. They're not answering my actual questions. It just unfortunately raises more questions. So based on that CDC document, I'm curious to see where this goes. You know, there's, I think there's more research to be done. There's more, we're, we're still digging for where this thing was actually made because to date, still nobody's been able to answer that for me or any of us asking. It's not just me asking, it's other folks too. And we're all just turning up with empty answers. And you've done some great investigation here. Um, you know, it used to be back yeah, in the day, thanks. you know, everyone did their own investigational journalism. You know, I kind of joked about that, uh, like in high school. I don't know if anybody else did. I'm going to do some investigational journalism. Well, you're actually doing it. <laughs> and and you are standing here as as I, I feel as if I'm standing before David and, and we're all before the Goliath. And you have sent that stone that will sink <laughs> deeply into the forehead mm. of this beast. And again, I want to make sure that everyone understands that is not a violent thing. No, this is a story from the Bible, and it's not intended to be violent, um, the analogy that I'm giving. <laughs> he has legally sunk that stone into the head of the Goliath. And, and again, the biggest point is they've lied to you. They've lied to me. They've lied to all the Coast Guard. They've lied to all of the, the military. They've lied to every citizen in the United States saying that this is safe and effective. It's not. Effective is not a word that... The, that medical personnel use. We say efficacious. It's a lie. They said it would stay in your arm. It's not because they put a lipid nanoparticle in there designed and patented to take it to your brain. They already knew that these lipid nanoparticles cause disseminated intravascular coagulation or clots throughout your body. They already knew that it, it weakened your immune system, which can cause cancer, which can cause reinfection, which can cause all sorts of problems. They knew that in 2014. They've lied to you. They've lied to you from the start, and you should be angry. You should not feel like you've been duped and feel passive because of it, because everyone gets taken advantage of. But this should steal your spine so that you can be ready to stand and call for justice on these people that have pushed this atrocity. I mean, if Joseph Mengele could have done just a fraction of what's already been done in this, this world, just in the United States, man, he'd be giddy as a schoolgirl. Joseph Mengele was the lead doctor of the Nazis. The war atrocities, and I say war atrocities because I believe this is a bioweapon, the, are just unfathomable. The, the medical battery that's going on to the Coast Guard and to the military is inconceivable. They, they've gone clearly out of their way to commit a crime, to lie, and then give a product that is harmful, that's medical battery, with the intent of harming. Well, I, why would you lie if you're not trying to harm me? You could be truthful. We've all been truthful. All of us have been truthful. Just this past week, I got a notification that I'm the investigation subject for a threat working group. They think I'm an insider threat. Luckily, they CC'd me on that. And so the real insider threat is the man who sent the email because he's too either incompetent to not put me on the CC or they were trying to intimidate me. I'm not intimidated. I am doing my best and my honesty, my, my honest best to uphold the oath of the Constitution and to uphold the do no harm. 
And I encourage everyone that has officially taken the oath, as Chad has, as all of these, most of these people I've had on this show have, to uphold and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Which we just recently learned the other day through Project Veritas that that phrase itself may actually be a threat indicator of a domestic terrorist. And they've taken everything good yeah, and flipped uh, it on its head. Yeah, it's 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 pretty frustrating because I'm kind of to conclude my own thoughts here is you know all I wanted to find out in the in the beginning was where did Comirnaty come from? Where is it manufactured? That was literally it. It was a very simple question. But to date, you know, I've been told by Pfizer it was made in France. Uh, I've been also told it's made in Kalamazoo, Fort Detrick, the shipping location, thinks that it was made in Kalamazoo. You know, the BLA license states it should be made in Belgium. You know, the HHS doc and the from with the DOD got ordered not to talk. Coast Guard told me not to talk to DHHS anymore. Coast Guard hasn't been able to provide me the answers yet. Just again, just physical proof. It's all it's all it's all we're looking for, it's all we're asking for. Um, and unfortunately, because of all this, now that uh, military, all over, you know, overall DOD and DHS, they're claiming that the FDA approved version is now available. So we're actually starting involuntary separations of our service members. So a lot of the enlisted folks, on for, or all of the enlisted in the Coast Guard at least, have been looking to be separated by October 1st. And that's based on a new command toolkit that's been put out. And that's extremely unfortunate because we have lawsuits that are active right now. There's multiple lawsuits against DOD and DHS about this legality argument and the Religious Freedoms Restoration Act. So there, there's multiple avenues here that people are fighting. And right now, based on this falsehood of FDA approval version that's in our, in our grasp, we're now kicking service members out. Officers with over a certain amount of years apparently will warrant some type of board of inquiry and their fate will be determined at a later time. It might take 6, 12, 18 months, not exactly sure yet, but enlisted are not afforded that privilege. So they've, you might have a chief, an E7 at 18 years, and they're going to get no say in this matter, and they're on a fast track out the door. And some folks, unfortunately, they're, they're tired of it. They're, they're sick of what they've been put through, and they just want to leave the service now which is unfortunate because, again, I got 20 years in. The Coast Guard's been great to me. You know, I, I, I love it. I, I still want to serve. And it's extremely frustrating that despite all the other impact that's happening with the Air Force temporary restraining order, the Navy's enjoying a temporary restraining order, there are certain services that have protections from adverse employment action. Yet, as a Coast Guard lawsuit got filed about a week ago now, uh, just because nothing's happened yet, we're still fast-tracking out up until October 1st, the end of our, or the beginning of our fiscal year. So it almost seems like we're trying to push a clean cut and just wipe the slate clean. And I think the Coast Guard's ready to move on. But in my opinion, I'm just, again, seeking truth. That's all I'm looking for. I'm just praying for the truth to be revealed. And I just want justice to be truthful. That's, a, that's, that's really what we're looking for. And so I just find it interesting, again, how we're fast-tracking individuals out. But they can't answer that question. And I'm hoping that somebody can answer that question out there. Maybe someone in the public has that answer. Maybe somebody can provide that for us. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. That's fine. But as of right now, <laughs> I can't find it. And that's concerning. It should not take over two months 
and literally hundreds of hours of effort over the last six to nine months that people have been putting in to try to identify what we're working with and if it's truly a lawful mandate. And it's uh, it's frustrating, to put it that way. But, um, you know, from from the beginning, the those orders come from above somebody else and above somebody else, and it continues in that pattern. So, you know, down from the basic XPO, someone else who's an E7 supervisor, all the way up to, to the captain, all those orders are coming from above them, and they're just trying to pass on a lawful order. So I feel like the, the mechanism for kicking people out continues to go above somebody else's head. So even if even if my command came out and said, hey, this is the wrong thing, you know, we're, we're currently in a place where this lawful order comes from so high up that it feels like nobody can stop it. But I think if the courts can work out the litigation properly, and if the judges can see the truth and the evidence that we're providing, that I think we could have a favorable outcome. And I just want to encourage people to have faith in that and uh, let the courts litigate their matters. And we're just going to continue to try to provide whatever evidence we can to, to back up our claims. And, and you said it feels like no one can stop this. That's not entirely true. If you have command authority, you can stop now. Because if you have command authority, you will personally be held responsible when there's a Nuremberg 2.0 style trial. Because let's say the Secretary of Defense, mm. if you read how he wrote it, he wrote everything legal and proper. He said, we will only mandate FDA approved. Show me the FDA approved. I haven't seen it. There's only authorized. And yeah, they sound similar. They both start with A, vastly right. different laws that go along with them. And and then it goes on to say, the SECDEF goes on to say, or you may volunteer. Well, you know what? None of us want to volunteer to take an experiment. And, and sadly, there may be many people on this side who when the actual approved medication or gene therapy is produced, there may be some people that actually take it because, well, it's fallen all the legal blocks. I would encourage those people now to do not because it's not about that. It's the same stuff. It's different laws that follow that same stuff. It's still very likely to hurt you. And I believe still a bioweapon. But what they're doing now is a crime because it's not the FDA approved. And and you have been so instrumental in just blowing that story up and exposing it. And we need to get this message as far as we possibly can to every person in the United States. Yeah, I totally appreciate that, Dr. Samuel. Thanks for, for those words. And uh, again, we're just here to seek the truth. You know, I'm not here to call anybody out. All I'm looking for is the truth. And until that's brought to light, you know, I think we're going to we're going to keep looking. And I, I, I do feel that commands are in the unfortunate situation where when they do stand up, they will be removed for a loss of confidence. So we have a lot of good 06s, 05s. We, we, we do have good leadership out there, but they're in a position where they might not necessarily want to fall on that sword. And I understand that. That's a tough one. That's a decision that everybody has to make and that they're going to have to live with. Uh, but as for me, I'm, again, I'm just looking for the truth, trying to help people out, understand it, trying to help educate people on what the actual laws are and what consent means and what liability protections actually mean. So if everyone has enough information, I feel they can make an educated decision as to how they should move forward in the situation for themselves. And whether, whatever their choice is, I'll support that as long as you are making an educated choice. That's really what it boils down to. And knowing the truth is going to help you do that. Right. 
And and I also want to say that evil prevails when good men do nothing. Mm. We must remember that. And and by men, I mean yeah. yes, men and women. Well, Chad, I want to thank you so much for joining yeah. me on this on this quest in life to make courage more contagious than fear. Is there anything, one last thing you want to leave us with today? Yeah, no, I just want to encourage people out there. We've It's been a dark time for a lot of folks. You've been through a lot. Some have been coerced into doing things they didn't want to do. Others are still getting drug out by their commands. I, I feel fortunate. I've had, a, I've had a good command to work with through this whole process, but I just want to leave you all with encouragement because you know, I, I believe in Jesus, I believe in God, and I think he's going to see this through. And he ordains events. He is in control. And just uh, just take heart in knowing that, that God's got the wheel. You know, we're, I'm on board for the ride, and I'm just walking in faith. And as I pray through the situation, doors have been opened. And there's no way I should have ever gotten in touch with one of the lead people at HHS. But there we are, talking on the phone. So these are the things I've been praying for, is praying for someone for the CDC to open up with some information, and that literally happened. So I just want to encourage everyone, to, if, if you don't believe in God, give it a try. He's out now's there. A good time. He's on Thanks our friend. side, and it, it's, it's time. There's no, no time like the present. Yeah, so just have faith. And Absolutely. Just a, quick rem- just a quick reminder, duty uniform of the day, the full armor of God. Put it on every day before you leave the home. Well, Chad, we'll be praying for you and uh, praying for you and your family. And um, we'll continue to pray that the leaders that are being risen up right now continue to help lead us to be a country closer to God. Absolutely. That's that's spot on. I'm I'm, I'm praying for that every day. And yeah, just uh, keep the faith. Have courage. Be bold. This very well may be the smoking gun that we've all been looking for. So I'm sure as as many of you know, the military, DOD, has been providing Pfizer-labeled products, and they've had them available now, and mostly at Coast Guard locations. Well, there was a a brave man that was able to get these, um, get a picture of these community-labeled vials. And, and you can see a picture of it here. Now, that same man, we'll call him Chad, Chad made a phone call today at lunch. That phone call was made on July 7th at lunchtime. Thank you for calling Pfizer. This is Jackie. Yeah, hi. I had a question about a lot number of a product that my medical staff had provided for me. And I was trying to figure out the, the manufacturing location and dates for it. And our staff didn't know, and they directed me to call Pfizer. So I thought I'd give you guys a shout, see if you could look up a number for me. Um, no um what's that lot number? The lot number is FW1331. And you need to know where it's manufactured at? Yeah, the question from our medical staff was, we when it, when it came in, there was a... Uh, no other information with it, and some members are questioning 
where where it came from. So we're trying to identify the manufacturing location and also the date of when it was manufactured. It was manufactured in in January of this year. Okay. So January 2022 it was manufactured. Mhm. Okay. How about a location? Is there a Pfizer location? I know there's multiple across the country or the world even, but Unfortunately, it doesn't give me that information. Huh. Is that kind of strange or is that normal? No, that's kind of strange. And can I have your name, please? Yeah, my name's Chad, C H A D. I think I found it. It's it's manufactured in France. Oh, manufacturer. Do you know what? Is there like a uh, <clears throat> like a facility or something that attached with that location in France? Nope. I don't know. Nope. Just France. Just, uh, just, just France. Okay. Is that what it says? Like manufactured in France. Yes. Okay. Is there any? I have no idea. But is there any way I can get like an email print off of that that I can provide to our medical staff? Or nope. no. No. Um, okay. Is there, huh? Do you, do you see the expiration date by any chance for that lot number? Like you said, it was manufactured in January. Does it expire? I came out of that. Let's see. Nope. Sorry about that. <laughs> or even with that lot, does it show how many were produced as far as like a vial or box or doses? It, it doesn't give us that information. Okay. Expires in, um, it expires on December 31st of 2022. Okay. Sounds good. And then is there any chance, is there any way to track any shipping or locations it came through from, Fran- from no, France? Sir. No, sir. No? Okay. And last question for you, and thank you again for your time. I, I really do appreciate it. Um, last question no is, I, I, I talked to another Pfizer rep earlier today who gave me this number, um, and... I would, my my question to him was based on the labeling. Do you are you familiar with the uh, if the approved labels? Which he 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 brought me to the Daily Med website. Are you familiar with that one? The Daily Med. Yeah, dailymed.nlm.nih.gov. It basically shows what the approved labeling should look like on these Comirnaty vials. And the, okay. the, and the question I had when we looked at them online together was there's a red watermark that goes horizontally or kind of actually diagonally across the label. And I didn't know if that watermark is supposed to be on the vials themselves as well or, or if that was just part of the print off on the screen. So once it's, it's, just, it's not supposed to be on the vials itself, just on the box. Oh, so, so the box is supposed to have the watermark? Yes, the label that's, that's on the box. Okay, and that watermark, that would be like that kind of faint-looking red or orange kind of colored comirnaty diagonal lettering? That's correct. Okay. So if if that lettering is not on the box, what does that mean? That I can't answer. You probably need to speak to someone in medical about that. Like at Pfizer Medical or my own medical? Pfizer Medical. Do you have any contact info for them? I could maybe call them? Oh yeah, no, that that'd be wonderful. I, I'd appreciate that. Um, 
Yeah, that's uh, it's just kind of curious because the the product they have it just didn't quite match what was thought to have supposed to come in, and that's why we're just trying to figure out what's going on. Um, but if it came from I France, may, but maybe if it came from France, then maybe it could be a different issue. Because if if it was from France, then would that be part of the uh, the European labeling, perhaps? That could be. That could be. Because maybe. Them over there, okay? Okay. And okay, so what's really interesting about this is just the day before, on 6 July, I received an email from Purdish Vora. Now, he recently submitted a um, amicus brief for something that I can't really talk about because I'm active duty, um, but if, if you go look up his name, you'll see what I'm talking about. But he wrote an email, and I was part of this email, and he says, uh, regarding the European version of Comirnaty, I found a few important facts. According to the European Medicines Agency, these medicines have been given, quote, conditional approval. This means that there is more evidence to come about uh, this medicine. The European Medicine Agencies will review new information on this medicine at least every year, and this leaflet will be updated as necessary. And then he gave a link. Also, the European versions has all three, orange cap for kids, gray cap non-diluted, and purple cap requires dilution. Uh, Comernity Europe EU, purple cap, gray cap, orange cap package, insert label, and he gives a link to the pictures. Conclusion, there is not an equivalent to an FDA approval version of Comernity. Instead, it is pursuant to their version of EUA, and they call it CMA. The only difference in Europe is they can be marketed as Comernity, whereas in the United States, it cannot be market, marked or marketed unless it is actually FDA-approved version. So let me. So what that means is if it's in Europe and it's their, their equivalent to EUA, they call it CMA, they can actually put the word Comernity on the label. In America, if it's EUA, they are not allowed to put Comernity on the label because it's not Comernity. So do you see what's going on here? He asked about a specific lot number, Foxtrot Whiskey 1331. The lady told us it was made in France. That's why it says Comernity on it. Purdishvora goes on to say, the BLA compliant, the BLA quote compliant lot argument is and was a scam. No lot no such lots ever existed because they were manufactured before the approval date of August 23rd, 2021. For the two BLA-compliant lots that were made after, uh, and he gives the lot numbers here, it's uh, Foxtrot Hotel 8027, Foxtrot Hotel 8028, were both subject to uh, shelf-life extension program by the FDA, which allows, in theory, the FDA to extend the, extend the expiration date to infinity as I clearly stated in the amicus brief for Coker vs. Austin. The labeling is everything. Remember, there was off-label, there was banning of off-label medications. Um, it happened at my institution. Well, that's why the label is so critically important. So, so he goes on to say, the labeling is everything. If the vials on the military bases do not display the red watermark showing Comernity, on the label, then it is most likely the scenario that they fake the labels for the military bases. Just my personal opinion, not a legal conclusion. Indeed, the DOD wants each member to sign a memorandum agreeing 
in uh, i.e. contracting, that they agree to receive BLA-compliant vials of COVID-19 vaccine. So what they've done is they've tricked us. They brought in vials that say Comirnaty on them because the European legal system is different than the American legal system. Their version of EUA allows them to print the word Comirnaty on it. The lady that you just heard on the phone, the representative from Pfizer, said that that lot number was made in France. That seems like this is a huge issue. This is fraud. This is treason, if you will. If you go back and listen to my bioweapon lecture, please go back and listen to that show. I show you exactly how I believe that this is a bioweapon and how we've been at war since at least March of 2020 when they made the emergency declaration. Because the only reasons they can make emergency declarations are for chemical, biologic, nuclear, or radiologic agents attacking U.S. citizens on U.S. soil, U.S. citizens on foreign soil, or against the military. Please share this as far and as wide as you can. Please like. Please leave comments. Please get this news out as quickly as possible. This may be one of the biggest things we've ever seen, one of the biggest frauds ever committed against the U.S. military, ever. And we're just now finding about this today, and I stayed up extra late tonight to get this message out to you. So please share this and get this out. Show this to your commanders. Show this to any officer that'll listen. Show this to any enlisted soldier that'll listen. Remember, it's not if you wanted to get it. It's about, did someone lie to you? Did someone trick you? And they have. And they need to be held responsible in the court of law. Thank you very much. Hold the line. And together, we will all make courage more contagious than fear.